very warm welcome to you from Equa Marketing. This presentation is brought to you by Equa.com, a leader in digital marketing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Growing Dentist. Today, I'm really excited to have um, the founder of Ignite DA with me, and um, he's he's an interesting person. He used to be the managing editor, and his name is Kevin Henry of Dental Economics. Then after helping dentists and pretty much everybody in the dental industry for a long time, he decided to focus on helping dental assistants. So Kevin, welcome. And um, tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, let's get started. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's always uh, great to be able to talk about dental assisting and and how they fit into the practice. Uh, As you said, my background is as a dental journalist. Uh, I've been in the dental industry since 1999. I worked for 13 years as the managing editor for Dental Economics Magazine before going to be the group editorial director at Dental Products Report. Uh, In September, I decided to focus full-time on educating, empowering, and enlightening dental assistants. So that has been my main focus since September, and uh, it's it's a joy every day. It's a passion that I have, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm very thankful today to be able to talk to you about uh, assistants and why I think they rock. Absolutely. Let's just jump in. You have been in the industry for a long time. You have worked with dentists, and you've wrote, you know, wrote, you know, written articles and magazine, you know, sure. articles, and you've managed other articles that dentists and the dental community read. Why did you choose to focus on dental assisting? You know, uh, t- to be perfectly honest, whenever I came into the industry in 1999, I, I did not have a dental background. I actually came into this industry from sports public relations. Uh, but was lucky enough to stumble into a job uh, with dental economics. And one of the first things that I noticed whenever I was looking at the dental industry is a lot of people were talking to the dentist, a lot of people were talking to the hygienist, but not a lot of people were focusing on the assistant. And yet, whenever I went into dental practices and I shadowed people to learn more about what they did every day, I learned quickly that the assistant was really the person in the practice who made things run. Uh, you know, they, they were ordering the supplies. They were the one talking to the sales reps. They were the ones uh, who were seen as the, uh, the advocates for the patient. And it really started to bother me a little bit that nobody was really talking to them specifically. I would go to trade shows and there would be lots of courses for dentists and hygienists, but nothing for assistants. And so in 2008, um, I started my own uh, speaking uh, career for assistants, focused specifically on assistants and what they need to know. And, you know, it's it's been great. The last nine years have been wonderful. I've I've spoken everywhere from Seattle to Boston to Chicago to Phoenix. And, you know, everywhere I go, uh, I'm very lucky to meet some amazing dental assistants. And These are the men and women who, again, I think run the practice, but they get so little recognition for what they do. And so it's really a a joy and an honor for me to be able to to remind them how important they are in the overall scheme of the practice. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I would like to do with you is to kind of remind dentists the important role that dental assistants play. Absolutely. Um, Can you tell me, let's say I'm talking to a dentist, because a lot of dentists are listening to this. Like uh, you have thought about this for a long time, and that that's where wisdom comes from. So, can you tell me, from your point of view, you know, having you know thought about this for like nine years, and you know, gotten into it more and more and more. Yeah. Why do you think dentists should focus on you know helping their dental assistants grow? Why do you think that's yeah. in the interest of the dentist? 
Absolutely. Well, I think first of all, and, and this is something I really had hammered home to me as I, I grew in my career with dental economics, is that if you look at the dental practice as not a dental practice, but as a business, you know, look at it as the same thing as the florist down the street, the mom and pop hamburger stand. You know, think about all the businesses that you interact with on a daily basis. Maybe you go into a Starbucks to start your day. You know, that's a business. Well, that's exactly what you have as well. And every employee of the business, and I will include the dentist in there as well, has to be running at peak performance and also has to be very committed to what he or she is doing in order for the business to run at a maximum level. So if you have a dental assistant who believes that he or she is the bottom rung of the ladder, the low man on the totem pole, uh, you know, I've heard uh, dentists refer to assistants as spit suckers. I've, I've heard them refer to as, you know, they're a dime a dozen. I can get one anywhere, blah, blah, blah. And it's how would you like to work somewhere that you felt like you could be replaced at any moment and that what you did really didn't matter? You know, and that's the thing that I try to emphasize to dentists. And Believe me when I say this, the majority of dentists get it. The majority of dentists know how important the assistant is to the bottom line of their business. But there's still a lot of dentists out there that don't understand the value of that person who's sitting across from them. Because I guarantee you, if the dentist says to a patient, you're going to need a crown on this tooth, the minute that he or she walks out of the room, the patient's going to turn to the assistant and say, what do you think? Because the patient believes very strongly that the dentist is trying to get his or her next boat payment taken care of. You know, right. patients have a view that it's all about money regarding the dentist. But when it comes to the assistant, they see them as equals. They see them as really their champions. So if your assistant isn't able to finish that sale, if your assistant isn't committed enough and believes enough in your business to say, oh, absolutely, you need that crown. Dr. Smith would not have suggested it if you didn't. Then you have a problem. And that's where I think that the dentists really need to engage with their assistants. The entire team needs to be on the same page about this is why we do what we do. These are the words that the patients need to hear. You know, I, I see so many times that a dental practice is splintered whenever it comes to their message. And it's so important that dentists, assistants, hygienists, everybody on the team has the same answer to the same questions and believes in the same thing. And that is the number one, the oral health of their patients. And number two, making the business as strong as it can possibly be. Right. Right. Makes sense. I want to kind of pause one of your sentences. You said the bottom line, right? So let's take sure. it in different ways. And one of the examples you gave me is, you know, um, the commitment, right? Like here, I, Dentist comes in, you know, is, you know, zooms in, zooms out. You know, the person doesn't really have a lot of a strong relationship, but they kind of talk to the dental, you know, assistant. The other ones who are setting them up, the other ones, you know, who are making them feel comfortable, the other ones, you know, who are there for the patient, right? Yeah. Um, so, so when this kind of stranger, if I may, this authority figure stranger comes in and says you should do something. Um, you know, they don't believe in it, so I, I get it. But in some offices, right. I've noticed the dental hygienist might suggest it, and then the doctor confirms it. You know, sure. um, like depending on what the issue is, right? Like, yeah, I think you need a cavity, but let me just make sure that the dentist looks at it and you know lets you know. I think 
you know, if you don't do something with this, you know, do an implant for you, you know, the, the, the teeth is moving and you might end up, you know, having a gap between the other two teeth and, you know, so forth, right? So, but again, I want to make sure the dentist looks at it and gives you a second opinion. The other way, that, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about growing confidence, right? One of the podcasts I have is called Marketing is Growing Confidence. And um, I've realized, you know, the more confidence people have in you, the more they say yes to you, the more they listen to you. Oh, of course. And, uh, and um, you know, this is interesting, right? And a lot of times it's not one thing. It's not that like the dentist saying it is enough. It's just one, two, three, four things all together is what makes the person right. say, okay, fine, let's do it. You know, I, I don't know about you, but if I go to the dentist and I have a procedure done, and let's say that, you know, I, I just had a new crown put on, but it's close to lunchtime. And I want to know what I can do about lunch. You know, it's very important to me. Hey, <laughs> I'm not going to miss a meal. You know, I may ask two or three different people in the practice, how long until I can chew on this side? Or a very simple question like that. But as a patient, I may be looking for the best answer as well. And sometimes the dentist and the assistant and the front office will all give me different answers. And I'm going to choose the one that I like the most. So it's really important that everybody on the team, again, that consistent message is there. Because if I'm a patient, I may be looking for a different answer. But also, you know, if if your message isn't consistent, it sends a confusing message to that patient. And if you exactly. can't even tell me when I can chew on this side of my mouth, how am I going to trust you for an implant? How am I going to trust you for a full mouth reconstruction, you know? Uh, it it really is so important to have that patient believe in not only the work that you do, but also, again, your business and that it's a solid business. Right. You brought, bring up a good point. Consistency grows confidence, right? Absolutely. When something is consistently repeated, they believe in it. I mean, sometimes even alive and it's told again and again, it becomes true. I mean, um, so if it works with lies, definitely it works with truth. But the key is consistency. Well, and, you know, and I mentioned Starbucks a few minutes ago. You know, my, my wife has her standard order at Starbucks, and it doesn't matter where we are in the world. She's right. confident that whenever she goes in there to order a double latte, it's going to be the same thing whether we're in Paris or Denver. You know, and, and that's the same thing that your patients have to believe is that whenever they come into your practice, it's going to be a great experience, it's going to be a painless experience, and it's going to be something that they walk out of there going, I'm glad that's my dental practice. Right. And you bring up another point about consistency. Let's say she's in a foreign country and there's a local cafe. Is she going to take a chance at a local cafe and not know what she's <laughs> going to get? Or she would rather walk into a Starbucks and get the same double latte that she knows exactly what she's going to get? A absolutely. You know, we, we just returned from three weeks in Europe. We went over to the IDS meeting in Cologne, Germany. What an amazing dental show. If you ever get the chance, go. But, you know, one thing that, that you bring up is there's a lot of times that whenever we're in a foreign country, yeah, we will try different things. But I also know a lot of my friends, whenever they travel overseas, they'll eat at McDonald's. They'll go to Starbucks, you know, right. because it's comfortable to them. It feels right. very uh, like home to them. Right. And your dental patients, let's be honest, they've got to be over the top, feel like this is where I want to be, even though so many times they walk in and the dental practice is the last place they want to be sometimes. Exactly. And you don't want them trying you one week and the next dentist the next month. Of course. Uh, not just no. for you, but even for them, it's it's not going to work. Because, you know, unlike right. traveling to a foreign country, you know, like 
Nobody gets excited in the morning saying, hey, I'm going to have an adventure at my dental <laughs> office. Exactly. They well, want and, consistency. And you, they want predictability. You know as well as I do, in today's dental, you know, in today's social media world, you know, people look at reviews. People listen to their colleagues. They listen to their friends about their experiences. And if I'm, if I have a friend who has been greatly confused or had a bad experience with the dental practice, do you think I'm going to go there? No, you know, absolutely not. So you're right. Consistency is the key to everything. And again, the dental assistant is a key role in that because he or she really is that when the patient is walking out of the practice, and by the way, I believe very strongly in the power of the handoff in the practice as well. I believe that a dental assistant should be walking the patient up to the front and really be kind of that last impression that the patient has in the practice before he or she goes up front to check out, do payment, whatever that might be. It's very important that the assistant is that smile, that laugh, that, you know, that feel good moment after you're done with your cleaning, your implant, whatever it might be. The assistant plays a key role there. Exactly. It's like you go to a spa and somebody's there to take care of you, you know, from start to finish. Sure. Or, Absolutely. You, know, you you um, hire a wedding planner. Why? Because you know that person is going to be there to take care of it, right? He's right. for you. Everybody else is doing their thing. The florist is doing his thing and, the, you know, the, the yeah. caterer is doing her thing and vice versa. But here, the, the, the wedding planner is for you, you know, to make sure you're happy right. and you're taken care of. Same Absolutely. thing. So she's kind of like that, right? Or he's kind of like that. Yeah, and, and one thing that I always ask my assistants who are in my audiences whenever I speak, you know, and it seems like a very simple question, but I say, what's the biggest thing that motivates you as an assistant? And far and away, the number one answer, it's not money. It's their patients. It's putting a smile on their patient's face. It's Mrs. Jones who finally can smile again. You talk about somebody who is bought into the dentistry change lives motto that we often hear so much about. It's usually the assistant because he or she is that patient advocate uh, there in the practice. You, know, you bring up an excellent point. A lot of people who get into healthcare, especially women, they, they, they do it because they, they like caring for people. They like mm-hmm. taking care of people, right? I mean, that's why, you know, mothers are a lot of times better than, you know, fathers taking, I mean, I'm a father, but, you know, I will never be able to do as good of a job as my wife in, term, in terms of being the nurturing person in the family, right, for my kids. Right. So you're saying that's, I mean, like the dental assistants kind of like to nurture and take care of people. And so money is not really what makes them wake up in the morning and get excited about their job. It's really the fact that they are allowed to do that. So what right. you're kind of reinforcing to me is, Letting them do that, letting them be that nurturer, letting them be that advocate for the patient would make them so much happy and so engaged. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I will tell you a true story. My, my mom um, is, is not exactly a fan of the dental practice. She has had some bad experiences in the past. And even though I work in the dental industry, still going to the dentist is not her favorite thing in the world. She recently had her front tooth shear off. And we needed to get her into the dentist uh, in Oklahoma in order to have that fixed because a smile is very important to my mom, just like it is to anybody else out there. And again, knowing my mom is not the biggest fan of going to the dentist, um, I, I ask a, a local dentist who's a good friend of mine to help my mom out, and they fit her in at the end of the day. 
Uh, I'm also a big fan of not only this dentist, but also the dental assistant who works for her. And even though it was the end of the day, even though she was done for the day, this dental assistant stuck around and literally held my mom's hand during the procedure because she knew that that would help comfort her while the dentist and another assistant worked on my mom's mouth. And I will tell you, the impact of that stuck with me. It stuck with my mom. And I have told that story countless times. And I've had so many assistants say, I would do that. I believe in that. I've done that. You know, and so, yeah, you're looking at, you know, like you said a moment ago, that advocate for the patient, that's that concierge almost, if you want to. And that's where I believe assistants could play a huge role if you're looking at your practice as a business. There's no better ambassador in your entire practice than your dental assistant. Right. And it comes from that place of caring and heart, right? Not like, a, sure. you know, a concierge at a hotel. I mean, these people, you know, like you said, you know, it, it, that's what they are about. That's what brings right. a smile. That's what makes yeah. them wake up. That's what gets them excited. And, you know, and, and I didn't ask Jen to do that. I, I didn't I didn't whisper in her in your ear, would you mind staying extra? That was instinct to her. Right. And and again, you're right, that caring nature, that nurturing that is so prevalent in so many dental assistants. And I, I encourage dentists, I encourage businesses, take advantage of that. You know, put your assistants in that place where they can be that advocate, that nurturer, because I guarantee you the impact that that will have on your patients is a game changer. Almost like call them the chief caring officer or something, you know. Well, that's a because great that's idea. We... I like that. That's absolutely great. You know, and and again, if you do something like that as a dentist, you know, if you say, you know, to your assistant, I believe in you, I believe in your power to connect with assist, with patients, do you know how that's going to make your assistant stand a little straighter, be a little more proud of what he or she does every day? I mean, it's just that little vote of confidence that can make all the difference in the world. All right. Yeah, I, now that we're talking about it, I'm thinking back about my dental experience. I like my dental assistant more than my dentist. You know, I don't <laughs> well, you know spend why. more time with her, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess uh, you're right. And yeah, she's the one who, who's giving me that glass of water to, you know, wash my mouth <laughs> sure. and all that stuff, not the dentist, right? You know, and, and, you and, I, and, I, went through, and I went through orthodontics as an adult. Uh, mm. You know, and, and I will tell you, again, going back to that same practice in Oklahoma I was just speaking about, that's where I, d I did my, my orthodontia. And sure, the doctor was in there some to check on me and see how I was doing, but who was I with the majority of the time? It was Jen. It right. was Jen who was doing a lot of the assisting. It was Jen who was talking to me about my daughter and how she was doing and making that mm. connection. Absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. You brought up a, another great point I want to kind of go back on. I mean, sure. a lot of, not all of them, but many dentists kind of think that dental assistants are dime a dozen and they treat them as such and sure. they don't really appreciate them and things like that. And I mean, if you are in that shoes, you know, how would you feel, right? Um, almost feel small, right? You might almost feel like you are this tiny person. Like, yeah. We talked a lot about, you know, the benefits of why, you know, how a dentist can really, really leverage a dental assistant and, you know, really help his business in terms of, you know, case acceptance and making the people feel cared for and loved so they tell their friends about how amazing the practice is and all that stuff. Now, yeah. without realizing it, without understanding what you and I just talked about, without really thinking deeply about it, some people might 
you know, almost like waste this golden goose, you know, that's right in oh, front of them. Yeah. I, right? I've seen it. So I've seen so many assistants who have been lost because of the way they were treated, uh, because of the names that they were called, because of the ways that they were demeaned in front of patients. And, and I will say this. I'm not talking about the majority of dentists out there, okay? I do not believe the majority of dentists do this. However, I've heard enough horror stories to know that it happens, and I've seen enough assistants who say, that's why I went into hygiene. That's why I left my practice. That's why I'm now in banking instead of dentistry is because of the way I was treated. And, you know, again, going back to what I said earlier, if you knew every morning that you were going to get up and you weren't valued for what you did, you weren't appreciated for what you did, why in the world would you do anything above the bare minimum during that day? Or why would you even stick around that job? <laughs> you know, um, it, it's, it's mind-blowing to me. I did a, a, a story one time. Uh, I found a dental assisting digest when I was with dental economics. And I did a story, and I asked dental assistants two simple questions. I said, what's the meanest thing a dentist has ever said to you? And what's the nicest thing a dentist has ever said to you? And I will tell you, we're going to need a whole other podcast to talk about the meanest side of things, so I'm not going to go into that. But right. far and away, the number one answer about the nicest thing a dentist ever said to an assistant was thank you. And it blew me away how much that just a simple note of appreciation, just a simple, hey, you did good today. Thank you so much. You really turned that room around whenever we needed it. Thank you so much. Your impressions have been spot on. We haven't had any remakes all week. Thank you for that. You know, I mean, just those few seconds can make such a difference in the lives of your assistant. And I hope if you're a dentist and listening to this, that you're saying thank you to your assistant not because you have to, but because you feel like that's so important to your business growing. Right. No, I mean, I, I totally, totally, totally believe in appreciation. And unfortunately, I have to be honest, I learned that later on in life. And, um, you know, a lot of times it's not about money that motivates people. It's really, you know, no. letting them do what they love to do and who they are and be let them be that. But then yeah. that appreciation, that noticing, you know what, you being who you are, it's awesome. It's amazing. Keep doing it. Don't change Absolutely. your thing. Absolutely. Right? right. And, uh, you know, and, and I've also asked dentists, or sorry, dental assistants in the past, you know, what's the thing that motivates you most? And money was number three on that list. Number right. one was taking care of their patients, and number two was working somewhere they were appreciated. Right. You know, and, and I mean, every, every dentist goes, oh, all my assistant wants is a raise. That's not true. Your assistant wants to work somewhere where he or she's appreciated and there's not drama in the practice. They don't want to dread when the alarm clock rings in the morning going, oh, God, I've got to go into work today. Ugh. You know, if you've got somebody like that in your practice, your patients know it and it hurts your business. I mean, imagine, like you said, dentist makes a recommendation and the person kind of, you know, the dental assistant, you know, hums, you know, like it's not kind of, yeah, yeah, I think it's a good idea. It, it, it kills the entire you know, fail, right? Oh, sure. As opposed to when he, when she or he really believes in the dentist and she really believes in what she does and that conviction with which she says, absolutely, it's an amazing idea. I think you should do this. And, yep. you know, I, I, and here are the reasons why. Or like I was kind of talking about, she could even, you know, suggest it even before the dentist suggested, right? So, I mean, if she really believes in it, 
You don't have to Absolutely. drive her to do it. You don't have to force her to do it. She will do it because she, just like you care for her, she cares for you and, and the practice and the patient. You know, and, and I am a big believer in that the dentist, the hygienist, the assistant, the office manager, the front desk, it's a team. It's not a staff. It's right. a team. And, and you know, and that may sound corny or cliche or whatever you say, but until you really view your business as teammates working together for one goal, right. you know, then it's not going to move forward the way that you envision or you want it to. Right. But at the end of the day, the entire team is there to be a hero to the patient, right? And it's a team. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Part and, yeah. You know, do you know how many times I've not only told that story about my mom, uh, you know, be, having her hand held in the practice? Do you know how many times she's told that to people? Do you know how many of her friends have heard that story? And, you know, it's just, it's common business sense. You make customers into disciples and let them tell the story about how great your business is. Right. You know, it's, it, and, and the assistant is a key part of that, no question. Right. And then going back to happiness, right? I mean, money doesn't make people happy. It's, no. You know, I make a difference to somebody else. I'm a hero to somebody else. That's what makes us happy, right? I mean, I'm talking about real happiness. So you can actually enjoy your work. I mean, I'm not talking about just the high, you know, the assistant, but everybody, right? When you're really looking at the patient as the person you're trying to make a fan right. and you're really trying to serve. And uh, like you said, patients yeah. will pay back in so many ways. They'll pay back in money. They'll pay back in referrals. They'll pay back they in, will. You know, in 10 different ways. They will. And, you know, if, you, if you're a dentist listening to this, a lot of dentists don't like to get involved in any drama in the practice. You know, if there's something going on between your assistant and your hygienist, and it's really, you can tell that there's something going on. Well, guess what? Not only can you tell that, but your customers can tell that as well. And it's something you've got to put a stop to today. You have to do everything you can to make your business a well-oiled machine. And if you have people that aren't getting along in there, you've got to put a stop to it or else it's going to be noticed and you're going to lose customers. Is it because some people don't feel appreciated? What creates that drama? Or is it they don't well, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, I mentioned earlier how the, there, there are times that the assistant can be the low rung on the ladder, the bottom man of the totem pole. Um, I was doing a speaking engagement in Houston one time. And... It, it doesn't happen often, but actually the entire dental team attended my presentation for an assistant. Now, that's, like I said, a rarity, but it does happen. So afterwards, I had the entire dental team come up and talk to me. And, you know, the dentist thanked me. The hygienist thanked me. You know, they told me it was a, it was a good, good talk. You know, and the very last person to talk to me was the assistant. And she said, and this is her exact quote, Hi, my name is Melissa, and I'm just the dental assistant in the practice. And I pulled her aside and I said, don't ever say that. Don't ever say you're just anything. You're the dental assistant. You're the heartbeat of the practice. You're the backbone of the practice. And, you know, if you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe in what you bring to the table, nobody else is going to believe in you either. So, so many times I have to tell assistants, never say you're just an assistant. You've got to be proud about what you do. And if you feel like that you're not able to be proud about what you do in the practice, you need to have a talk with the dentist. You know, explain to him or her, this is why I love what I do. My patients fulfill me. You know, so many assistants tell me they love oral surgery days. 
they love to oral surgery. And I'm, I always say, does your dentist know that? You know, have you ever talked to the dentist about the procedures that you really enjoy in the practice? You know, I think it's so important to let the dentist understand that these assistants aren't just there for a paycheck. They're not just there because they need a job. They're there because they love what they do. And there are certain aspects of their job that they love more than others, obviously. But be that communicator. You know, open up that line of communication about, wow, I really love days whenever this happens. You know, I, I always encourage assistants to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. Um, I think you, you bring up a good point. When you talked about teamwork, right, everybody has yep. a role to play, right? The hygienist has a role to play. Dentist has a role to play. The dental yep. hi, uh, assistant has a role to play. How would you define the role of an assistant um, and, and the role of a dentist and the role of a hygienist? I know I'm putting you well, on the spot. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's very interesting because every state you go to, the dental assistant can do different things. Um, you know, and, and I will encourage, uh, and I always say this during my presentation, dental assistants and everybody in the practice should know exactly what the assistant can legally do or not do in the practice. And if you don't know what your assistant can do in your state, there's a great website out there. It's D is in dental, A is in assisting, N is in national, B is in board.org, danby.org. And I will tell you, it's broken down by every state legally what the assistant can or can't do. And I'll be honest, a lot of times that's an eye-opener for a dentist because there are things that the assistant may be doing in the practice that they're legally not allowed to be doing. Or there could be a lot of things in the practice that the dentist didn't know the assistant could do that could make that assistant so much more valuable to the bottom line. You know, so I always encourage people, take a look at danby.org because what you can do in Oklahoma is completely different than Texas or Louisiana. But, every, you know. but everywhere they can be the chief caring officer, correct? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. No, no. Caring for patients is goes across state lines. You know, right. I, I'm talking clinically, but absolutely. As far as just being that advocate, that caring right. person, that point person on the handoff. Oh, absolutely. You can do that everywhere right. from Honolulu to Boston. There's no doubt about right. it. So they are the chief caring officer. The hygienist is the chief maintenance officer. He maintains everything, right? <laughs> yeah. And then yep. the dentist is the chief, uh, you know, well, chief cheerleader. You know, making you know everybody. I'm just making this up, but I, I just <laughs> well, and and you know, and and if you look at it from a business perspective, the dentist is the highest paid employee of the practice. So the dentist should be doing the, what he or she can to earn the most money because they're the highest paid. You right. know, and, but absolutely, you're right. I love how you break that down. Chief caring officer, the chief maintenance officer. But at the end of the day, everybody's got their roles, but everybody also has to pitch in because it can't just be, well, that's not my job. So the dentist is you like know? the chief technical officer. He, he does very specialized things and he gets oh, paid absolutely. the most money for that. <laughs> Great point. Great right. point. But again, you know, there there are things that can be done in certain states that the assistant can do that could free up the dentist to move on to the next operatory. And so I encourage you, dentists, assistants, everybody, check out that site and see what your assistant can do. It could be a real game changer as far as what your business can do, and it could free up some time in your day, too. And what's the site again, the, the acronym? Sure, it's D-A-N-B.org, Dental Assisting National Board.org. D-A-N-B dot O. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, you, you and it's a, a real easy... Go ahead. 
you brought up a good point. Like I've talked to some dentists, you know, I have 200, you know, sorry, 150 dentists I work with very closely. And uh, these are my clients by core marketing. And uh, I've mentioned some dentists say, well, I'm not as productive as I used to be because my dental assistant is no longer here. So in addition to be the chief caring officer, they can also really make the dentist be more effective and productive, right? Oh, absolutely. Can you talk talk to me more about that? Like how, how have you seen the best dental teams do that? The best dental teams that I've seen, how they do it, is that the dentist is actually not afraid to look at that side I just mentioned and be able to turn things over that can legally be done to the assistant. You know, in some some cases, it's a leap of faith because obviously you have to have an assistant that is not only skilled at being that chief caring officer that we've talked about, but also very clinically competent. And so I always tell dentists, you've got to invest in training for your team whether that's clinical, whether that's empowerment, you know, whatever CE that is, you've got to invest in that because that assistant is an extension of you in a lot of cases. And if you can feel confident walking out of a room knowing that an assistant is going to finish things up for you or an assistant's going to start a procedure for you while you're in another operatory, it really changes things as far as what you can do business-wise because it multiplies your time. And you know, again, if you're the the highest paid employee of that business, you absolutely should be doing everything you can to make as much money as possible. And I know that that's not the end all be all. The oral health of your patients is. That should be number one always. But still, to have a strong business, to have a strong bottom line, absolutely. Let that assistant do what he or she can. I mean, I believe that you can have it all. You can be that amazingly caring office where you can also make, you know, work smart and make more money. In other words, these don't these are not mutually exclusive. They kind of go hand in hand. So, just to summarize the points you're making today, right? Um make these make the dental assistants feel the important role that they play yeah. and and realize it, right? I mean, Absolutely. that will just same thing they do, they'll do it with passion and, you know, that'll increase case acceptance. Uh, they'll make you more efficient and effective because they can do things that you don't need to do. So check out that website. Um, yep. You know, by, um, you know, by helping them grow the way we talked about the chief caring officer, you know, the stories are going to spread. Those, uh, you know, like your mom's Absolutely. story, like, you know, she's been telling that story again and again. So it's, a, I mean, being a marketer, you know, it's awesome, right? I mean, if you have so many people talking about how amazing your office is and how amazing the team is and how amazing, you know, the chief caring officer is, you know, the dental assistant, you know, that's referrals. That's, you know, new business for you. Yeah. It's almost, if they implement some of these ideas, I think, you know, like if I'm paying a dental assistant, how much do they typically pay? And, you know, I know you work across the, in all the states. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, it certainly depends. You know, I mean, uh, I can tell you the, the lowest wages, uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, is right around $14 an hour in some states in the, st- in the south. Uh, and that can range all the way up to $35 an hour in some states where there are expanded function duties. So, yeah, it, it, there's a huge range in there. Right. So even if you pay them a bit more, but if they become all they, they all they can become, they'll be worth three times as much to you. Right. So absolutely. So now all of a sudden your, you know, your revenues and your profit especially goes up because you know imagine oh. patients accepting treatment more. Imagine these stories spreading more, and you're getting more and more new patients. Imagine, you know, the team working more and more effectively, and you know everybody loves what they're doing, and how if that changes the right. entire mode of the office no drama no fights nothing right so it's absolutely yeah. 
You know, you know, if if you walk into a restaurant and the waiter is having a bad day, you can tell, right. and it makes your dining experience not that pleasurable because you're like, oh boy, what's he going to put in my food? You know, I mean, uh, but you know, if you walk into a dental practice and they're having a bad day, you can tell, and it can make any type of procedure from standard cleaning to a root canal or whatever, it can make it a lot more painful mentally for a patient because all they want to do at that point is just get out of there. So really take a temperature of your practice. Make sure that your your team members feel appreciated. Make sure that they know how valuable they are. Make sure that you know what makes them tick. What is it that they love to do, you know, on a daily basis? You know, find out those things and whenever you start kind of Digging a little deeper, you might be amazed what you find that your team members love to do and, and how excited they are about being a part of your business. Kevin, I'm going to recommend to every dentist I know that they should check out your website. And, uh, you know, do you have uh, like additional content for dental hygienists? I mean, the sure. website, Ignite, yeah. Ignite, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Ignite, I, I, G, I, I'm sorry, I G N I T E D A dot net, Ignite D A dot net. It is solely focused for dental assistance. I have three goals in my life, empower, engage, and educate dental assistants. If we can do that, then we can really change the, the whole world of dentistry, I'm, I'm fully convinced. So certainly check out IgniteDA.net. It's $49 a year for dental assistance to be long. That is about $4 a month. And we have two live webinars each month. We're dedicated to not only talking about uh, you know, topics that are important to you, the dentist, but really the topics that are important to the assistant, the the pain points that they go through every day, the respect, money, getting along with each other, you know, pet peeves that drive them crazy. We tackle a lot of these subjects and really help the assistant uh, enjoy his or her day more. Absolutely. I mean, I had so much fun today. Uh, and, oh, I did um, too. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kevin, for taking the time to talk to us. And once again, everyone, thank you for listening to another great episode of GrowingDentist.com. And once again, the website is IgniteDA.net. And you are listening to Kevin Henry. So if you want to reach Kevin, the best thing to do is to just go to his website. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you.